Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Thank you very much for joining. We are talking about underrated players on episode number 599. Let's do it. Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Thank you very much for joining us today. My name is Jimmy. I'm sitting next to Jake. We got Trevor Plouffe in California and producer BBD wearing his Lakers gear for LeBron behind the dish. Not talking basketball though. Talking baseball. <laughs> Seat Geek is sponsoring the episode. Use code Talking mm. when you do. And Jake, how you doing? Wedding's coming up. Hella hot. Um, this jacket hoodie combo is a little more aggressive than I normally am. Trev's been hot and bothered about it all morning because he's not the best looking guy on the show today. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm good, man. I feel kind of like Wolverine. Like I'm ready to, like if the barista says a bad word to me, like I, I normally don't have that edge to me. I don't know if it's wedding pressure. I don't know if it's this New York outfit, but I'm a little hostile. But I am excited to be talking about underrated guys because that's one of my most, like, said phrases. You guys have heard me catch myself. I'll be like, oh, that guy's kind of underrated. And then I'm like, hey, shut the fuck up, Jake. Um, but I'm excited to yak it with the boys. Uh, and it was a good article. And it's it's that time of, did you say the dog days of the offseason, Trev? We're in the dog days of the offseason. I need to know more, more about this edge that you have. You want to fight your barista? <laughs> I guess what that could come doing? off wrong, huh? <laughs> no, I got served milk today. They just screwed the pooch on my order. All right. I think you look good. I was trying to compliment you earlier today. You. Um, maybe a diss Dan Canobio in the process. That's no big deal. But yes, this is going to be a fun episode because one thing that we do like to do on this show is is try to highlight players. And then today will be guys that don't necessarily always get talked about. We have the stars at each position, uh, but there's some really good players that – whether it's just because they're starting out or they're on, you know, maybe a smaller market team or a team that hasn't had success, we don't really get to talk about them a lot. So today we'll we'll get to do that and share some opinions. Uh, James, you joined uh, the political ranks last night again. And yeah. how'd that go for you? I don't know. I I tweeted out. I muted the conversation. So um, <laughs> there's a lot of people in Washington D.C. that cover the news on both sides that follow me. And when these things happen, they keep just blowing up my phone asking for a lip reading. And then what I do is I watch it on Twitter and I see if I can like see it. And then if I can, I'm like, yeah, that's fun. And it was kind of fun. Like it's a fun little interaction. But yeah, I'm not a politics guy. So I tweet it out and get out of there. I think it's got like a million views already. So it's pretty <laughs> crazy. Dangerous spot. Uh, I'm excited to do this. But I think the the thing about this is we talk about some of these guys. Like, there's names that we've yeah. come across in the parameters that on this show, because we talk about a lot of players, people that listen regularly are going to be like, I know him. You guys talk about him all the time. It's like, yeah, but he hasn't done this, and he hasn't done this. And, right. like, you know, I always say, like, my cousins who follow Yankees and some baseball, they don't know this guy exists. So there are names that we're going to put out there that, you guys have heard us talk about a lot. It's tricky with the lines of baseball. So uh, we there's the article. Uh, how do you say that? Castro Vince, Trev? Yeah, you nailed it. Ant Anthony Castro Tony. Vince. That's why, you can't, that's why you can't say it right. Uh, he posted his 23 all underrated team. And he had some stipulations, some that were tough for us to get our heads wrapped around, like MLB Network's current top 10 right now. Um, and, and that's where we wanted to, you know, we gave ourselves a little wiggle if we needed it, but we did like some of it. Like, if you've gotten the big contract, like, you're, you're out. Um, you know, if you've won MVP or Rookie of the Year, you're out. So, um, and, you know, we'll get on our Texas Rangers good side right now. I think Nathaniel Lowe will get to first base. Great early settler's name. Great last year. We kind of felt like we've been talking about him a lot, that if you're a real baseball fan and you're in it, Nate Lowe, not underrated. Now, if you're on the fringes and you're not keeping up with your Texas Rangers, what the hell are you doing? Um, then Nate Lowe would be on that team. So we we took some liberties there, and I, I think I think the people will get it. Oh, yeah. Of course. Don't take my liberty. Mm. Mm. Okay, politics. 
Back to it. I remember that was funny. You know, when Talking Yanks was coming up, you know, every now and then Jimmy and I, but when the blue check mark meant something, you'd get a follower and you'd be like, oh, cool, who's this? And it'd be a political person. And we'd be like, fuck. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> All right, man. I forget their names. As but, long as you like the Yankees. But two, one was very uh, one party and, like, gave us a ton of shout-outs, and then the other very another party. My mom shocked both followed because she's follows that world and she's I, was in like, it. I was like who are they can i can i give a little just a little politics talk maybe not i don't think so i, no. I watched i watched some of the state of the union it was <laughs> like you put a bunch of like like three different classes in a high school together in one room and everyone was just like shouting out it was like, oh, oh, yeah. it was like a high, school, high school pep rally yeah. What was going on? One side's like Half I remember at our at our high school. Don't at our high school they uh God. the juniors uh Pomp Rock High School, one of the pepper the juniors all got their car keys. And this probably happens at a lot of high schools, and they just started chanting, uh, take the bus home. And, and that's what it was the vibe was at that thing. <laughs> I mean those and a lot of those people like <laughs> mock sports or talk about sports. You know, sports not being important, and it's like, well, look what you guys are doing. At one of the pop rock, yeah. at one of the pop rock pep rallies, a group of sophomores stole all the tennis balls from the PE classes. Power move, all of them, hmm. dispersed them around the bleachers, and then on the count of three, all threw them at the freshmen across the gym, and they got in trouble. But that's like a uh, power. I don't mind that. That's some great that's, coordination. I mean, coordination, leadership, distribution, logistics, like. That person probably runs a business, whoever put that in control. More powerful than think, what happened last night. I was about to say, think that happened last night. Think yeah. That's just, you got your days confused. That what, yeah. that cool. what did the freshmen do? Because, you know, if, was there a leader of the freshmen that took a ball back and said, you know what? They we looked, have arms as well. They we looked, can throw <laughs> these back. <laughs> they looked for a leader, and that's when I rose to the top, Trev. <laughs> Class VP. President. As a senior. <laughs> president. Well, title president. Acting VP. President. Which is the delegation is the key to all success. First base. I agree. I want to start there because our guy, Anthony Castro, Vince, he threw a name out there, one of my favorite names in baseball. And if you guys remember, close to my family, because this guy's fiance was having her bachelor party while my fiance was having her bachelorette party, Ryan Mountcastle. Does you, oh, does your husband play baseball too? No, he just talks about it. Uh, Ryan Mountcastle, we get to live in the AL East for most of the season. We've seen him. He's a, he's a fun young hitter. He was kind of looking for a position. He got towards first base, kind of a doubles guy. Um, and Hey, 55 home runs the past couple years. Um, Ryan Mountcastle can hit. I'm interested. This is kind of a big year for him. His numbers have sneakily slightly declined the past couple seasons, so I want to see where he is this year. And I think we stumbled into that first base has underrated dudes, kind of. Yes. it's a, There's position scarcity, and first base isn't one of them. The corners are hot right now. Corners are so hot right now. The thing with first base, I think it's it used to be a bruiser's uh, position where you kind of put your big guy that couldn't really feel. It's The position has changed where you're just kind of filling it out. You can almost put anyone there. It doesn't, you don't have to be a prototypical first baseman. You can just kind of move guys in and out of there. And I've said this on the show before, defensively, it's a very difficult position uh, when you really get into the nitty gritty, the game within the game type stuff. Um, but in saying that, if you have an infielder that's you know played up the middle or even some third base, they can make the transition over there and it can, and it can look smooth at times. Cause a lot of times you're only running one or two bunt plays or, you know, but we, we do have a guy that I think we all mm. uh, agreed that we kind of like in this underrated spot a little bit more than Ryan Mountcastle. And do you want to give the guy's name, Jake? Because it does come oh. from your snakes. Well, I thought it was funny. We, we all kind of brought names to the table and we kind of wanted to put together like an all talking baseball team for everyone. And this guy was kind of on everyone's list. And sorry, Rocks, it's not CJ, it's my snakes. Christian Walker. Um, I, I know. I think we talked about him in an episode, and then we recorded a Snakes TPP coming out soon, people. So I, it almost felt like we had Christian Walker fatigue. Um, but this guy's a beast, man. And the the biggest thing I know, I know uh, the Golden Gloves, the Golden Globes. Um, 
you know, they can mean different things. We're trying to get better with them. But the fact that Christian Walker won it last year um, while having an 804 OPS, 36 home runs, top 10 in baseball, yeah, man, he, he's he's got a 29 homer season in the bank previously. Um, and amongst the first basemen, to win the gold glove and hit 36 dingers last year, you know, he has an argument that he was a top five first baseman in the 21-22 season, and I don't know if people talk about him like that. Why did he get eliminated from the articles list? Is there something that took him off? Because we changed the parameters for us. Right. Did we go through all he, that? I think he was on the top he, 10 He list. has a silver slugger, too. I don't know if that counts as no, one of the awards I don't, Does he have him. a silver slugger? That's not listed on no, baseball reference. No, he doesn't. He has a gold he, glove. Oh, I'm looking at it. He has a gold glove. I was looking at a different guy. I think he might have been on the MLB Network top 10 right now list, and so he got taken off for Anthony's. But for us, I think he makes a lot of sense for a couple different reasons. Jake, you mentioned the defense and the bat. We've brought up this uh, fact now about the humidors and how Mm. that that field in Arizona used to be a launching pad. So you could say, oh, these homers, you know, they're a byproduct of playing uh, at Chase Field, but that's turned into like a neutral or a negative uh, homers park with the humidor. So to put up 36 homers with having that as your um, home field is also impressive. He's... So Christian Walker, I think, is a really good example of guys that are balling out, but smaller market team, team without a ton of success, so he doesn't get talked about a lot. The gold glove is is really cool to have, too. When you can so... hit like that and rock that gold label, got to love it. He's not on the top 10 list. And he's not on our guys list. They chose he chose Ryan Mountcastle. So I'm wondering what, why huh. he got overlooked. Mountcastle game. He played 150 up. games last year at first too. So he's a true first baseman. No nine figure contract. Is it just a believing in Mountcastle situation? I guess he just likes Mountcastle. Mount That's what I was trying to guy. see if he got weeded out due to parameters or or. And first base is stacked. We talked yeah. about it. Jake Crone. Yeah. Nate Unless Lowe. he got all MLB team honors, but probably not. I looked those up. He did not. Goldie I think it's Freddy. been Freddie every year. Do you think this guy wrote this article? Anthony Castrovince? Seems like it should be Vince. Oh, I like Castrovince. Castrovince. Uh, and then, like, the the uh, editor from MLB was like, why don't you include the MLB team? Yeah. People love that. And why don't you include our top ten list? And he's like, that makes it a lot harder for me. Yeah, a lot harder. And that's not things that these guys have, have really pull earned. pull up, like, two more t- Yeah, two just, more that's fine. Things. Where do I find those? Um, <laughs> Why don't you find your guys a blue moon as we round off the infield? Blue moon. It's the beer of the summer. I just added that. I'm going to be honest with you. I might rip some blue moons maybe at the All-Star game this year out in Seattle. Maybe opening day. Yanks, Giants, does it get any better? Or whoever your team is playing on opening day. And you know what? Spring training's here. That first spring training game, get yourself some blue moon now. You sit on the couch. You fired out. Travel be on his back porch because he's a Cali girl. Get yourself some Blue Moon. Blue Moon in baseball is like peas and carrots. And you can get yourself some Blue Moon right now at get.bluemoonbeer.com slash baseball. Get it delivered, people. You're in the Northeast. We had we had our real cold day the other day. <laughs> like it was 10 degrees and everyone was like, oh, that's a nightmare. Why don't you have some Blue Moon delivered with... Maybe a little orange. Their signature orange. Get.bluemoonbeer.com slash baseball. See your delivery options. Celebrate responsibly. Blue Moon Brewing Co. Golden, Colorado. Golden, Hmm. Colorado. That first spring training beer on the berm. You're sitting there. The sun is shining. Mm. Berm beer? Hey, Trev. Mm. Yes. Second baseman. Second Uh, base was an area where you had a name. I did. We'll first go over Tony's uh, selection here, and he has Tyro Estrada, yes, BBD's favorite player Back ever. Off. Back off, old bullet, or is that bullet, Jake's right? favorite player old ever? Bullet Estrada, the young, the young prince. I claimed him. Well, why don't you go over Tyro and give us your scouting report? Then I'll give my guy. Uh, baseball is a sexual sport, and Tyro Estrada has that. No, I'll get. I'll give the talking baseball my full elevator pitch because I fell in love with this guy. He came up. He played with his hair on fire. Glaber Torres, mm. who might get mentioned in a minute. Glaber Torres was the prince who was promised, right? Glaber was going to take over shortstop for the Yankees. Top five prospect. Tyro Estrada, nobody heard about. 
And then he came up and he just started whacking balls. Opposite field homers. He was doing all the stuff you like, Trev. Yanks, move him over to the Giants. And he's been playing over there. Uh, he got a, a cup of coffee. Uh, 50 games in 21 um, where he had an 813 OPS. And then last year he plays the whole season, 140 games, 14 homers, 21 swipes. There's not a ton of guys that do that. Uh, positive OPS plus the past couple years. I like myself some Tyro Estrada. He is uh he plays the way uh, that I like. Uh, he kind of plays like there's no tomorrow, and I'm about that. Um, although I I think your guy in where he sits in baseball, Trev, probably deserves a little more love. Yeah, Estrada doesn't light up any of the metrics, but he just gets. Gets on base, has fun. A little bit of speed, a little bit of power, man. Also got shot in the hip, so yeah. Bullet Estrada could be a nickname. Kind of love that. Uh, second base, for is, we talked about first base, third base being a crowded position with some really good names. Second base is a tough one to find guys that fit these parameters that you really want to include. Uh, for Anthony's parameters, my guy doesn't make it because he has made one all-star mm. team. Um, but I believe you know in the realm of baseball, you might know his name, but you don't know enough about this guy. And it's Jorge Polanco for my twins. Bias. Yes. And just a reminder, we dropped it from, they said no all-star teams. We we allowed one. We allowed we one. sneak on to those. Yeah. He made the all-star team in 2019, but he's kind of just been like a stalwart in the twins lineup um, for quite some time. I bought him his first ever suits in the big leagues i took them and we bought him some theory suits they're really nice no but if you go look at this guy he just kind of does everything the right way um he's a switch hitter Uh, he'll get on base at a decent clip for you like 345 he'll slug a little bit he'll steal some bases he'll play defense he's just an absolutely solid regular in the big leagues um he's got a really team-friendly contract uh, he's got a team option for 24 and 25. This guy is like like gold to the twins, man. He really is. Um, great demeanor, great teammate, everything that you want in a second baseman. He can move around too. He can play different positions, uh, but he's played primarily second base for the twins over the last couple of years. Jorge Polanco is my guy. I think he needs to be talked about a little bit more. If he's your second baseman, he's a set it and forget it type guy. And I think that is important for managers to have guys like that on their team where you just say, hey, I'm penciling you in every single day. Uh, switch hitter, doesn't matter. Lefty-righty, go out there and do your thing. Jorge Polanco is my guy for the all-underrated team at second base. All right, does he? What's his contract? Do they extend him? He signed a five-year 25.75. That's through 23, and they have a vesting and team options for 24 and 25. Okay. So that, that also took him off of this guy's list. He said yeah, he has no... Nine-figure contracts? He doesn't have nine figures. Nine, nine figures, figures is a hundred million dollars. Oh, that's a lot of money. The extension yeah. he signed, I think, just bought out his Arbiers. There must have been like one player that must was. Been, yeah, why did they add that bullet point? Who? Well, that it, that's so you can't do like the Bryce Harper stuff. Yeah, like Bryce Harper stuff. Rodon's been talked about around the office. Yeah, yeah. Trev, Brian the, is like a great one that probably gets. Trev, to, it's so big yeah. of you to talk about you getting him his first suit. Um, and I think Jorge would tell you that you know it's pretty nice that. He passed you on the Twins' uh, all-time home runs last year, pushing you down to tied for 28th. Um, and now That's pretty good, though, right? Trev's 28th all-time yeah. Twins home run leader? Pretty that's not pretty bad. Good. At the time you were tied. How long have the Twins been, been around? Tied with Randy Bush, which is also an, yeah. my nickname. Yeah, it was Jake's nickname. <laughs> um, what, how long have the Twins been a franchise? Uh, since 1901. Dude, that's pretty cool, Trev. Thanks, bro. I think what they were the, were the, highest, senat- they were what, the senators first, and they moved to over. What, what's the highest you ever were on that? Like you were 27 like you were before him. You I don't to- even know if these stats are correct. So Jake might be like mistaken. Bux- Buxton and Polanco both passed them last year. So you were 26 at one point. Um, Eddie Rosario could have went past him if he's Kepler is on the list at 17. So at some point he passed. So Trev. you were like 24th maybe at one point. Miguel Sano passed Trev at one point. Brian Dozier, 10th all-time Twins home runs. Do you know that? Were you top 20 Twins home run hitter franchise? I don't think so, James. I think he's reading like a wrong list here. I, I just, I'm not so sure about it. I'm telling you. It's hey, not- Twins, get some home run hitters. Are you <laughs> kidding me? 
I mean, the home run wasn't a part of baseball for a while. Not Only one not guy down, above three hundred for you. Um, you and Randy Bush, you man, you got Marty Cordova beat by. All right, let's talk about Jorge. Get off my homer list. Uh, do you guys have somebody, or do you agree with my Jorge Polanco? Second assessment? base. Second base was really hard, so I I agree. It's an interesting spot. Uh, people, if they want to get mad, it's targeted at me in this hat. Um, but no, it's funny. Polanco, he had some expectations because there was some shortstop in there, and um, he had a little bit of a down year and kind of bounced back. We've been laughing recently. Glaber Torres, in a way, can be considered now underrated. I, I think he's pretty much a top five second baseman. Uh, but between the Glaber rise, and then he kind of came down, and then he struggled at shortstop, that in the, the pendulum of baseball... I guess it depends how you view him. But, no, I, I think I think Jorge Polanco is a great answer, Trev. Thank you. He had 33 homers in 2021? It's not bad. Oh, that's not even... Is that real? That's not even the, the homer year. Pass you on the list. Um, Sheesh. Let's go to our favorite position, the shortstop. Um, this article, Anthony Castro Vinche... Hmm. Like that. Had Ahmed Rosario listed, uh, that all of us did a little head bop, and we're like, yeah, man. Like, you watch that dude play when you're playing the Guardians, and you're like, damn, that guy's a problem. Like, he has re- he is tough at bats. If you make a mistake, it's going to take advantage of him. He plays good defense. Uh, the, his problem for a little bit was, A, getting traded and getting moved around, and then he ended up back at shortstop. Um He's a really strong ball player. I, Jim, I think you you came up with the guy that deserves to be shout out at least with him or on our talking baseball team. Willie Adamas? Yes. He's number one. Bang. I mean, Willie Adamas. I have him highly rated, so I think maybe you're speaking more to. You think so? General. I, I mean, I love no Willie Adamas. You guys know but, that. Trev, but I, I understand what you're saying, but that's, that's just because we're in too deep. Yeah. You go, say, name the top 10 shortstops. No one's saying Willie Adamas in that top 10. Think about the sh- think about the last two free agent markets. Think about like I mean, I, I, I agree that you're not going to mention him with the guys that. And I'm not saying he's as good agents. as them, but I mean, I just think this guy's good. He he was elim- love, yeah. he was eliminated from these this original because he was number eight on the top ten list. So that's why Castro Vinche didn't use him. I think it's a great pick but for like you, the James. General, saying, like the general I, yeah. public, the the regional fan that doesn't follow other divisions, other leagues, they don't like Adamus. After the trade has been great, but. Last couple of years, I mean, last three years, his numbers are really good, yeah. especially for he shortstop. Literally couldn't see the ball in Tampa. <laughs> yeah. That's what he said. And his defense is plus. It's not, he's not a wizard, according to uh, Baseball Savant, but he's not uh, harming either. So, yeah, I thought... Better than Ahmed Rosario for comparing the two of them. Nico Horner fit on this list? Or does, he not have, does he have service he's time? He's too young. Too young? Okay. Too young. He's going to second base. Nico Horner. Yeah, no, and shortstop, I think, kind of like I, I teed it up with, it's it's the position. Like, you kind of, there's a natural baseball instinct to be like, who's the shortstop? And when they're stud, you know them. That on that top ten list, it's Trey Turner. Like, we we can't kind of, maybe he's underrated in spirit, but just got 300 milli. Correa, Bogart, Seager, Lindor, Dansbay, Bo Bichette. Tim Anderson's won batting titles. Wander Franco's got 300 mil coming. That yeah, Willie's kind of the outlier. I I would say that I was gonna I was gonna bring this up. You just mentioned his name. I think Bo Bichette is underrated. Now he burst onto the scene, and people were talking about him. Clearly, he's got the last name. He's a gorgeous human being. He's got the hair. He makes the game look really nice. One time All Star. But go check out this guy's numbers. Like when this guy is right, I think he he might be a top five guy. Like when he's right, and he's going to demand a lot of money. Uh, I think we've stopped talking about him though. And I think when you kind of just look around the league, I know it's I don't know about top five. I think I just there's some really really good shortstops in the league. But he's in the discussion, and I don't think we've been talking about him enough as of late. And I don't know if that's because he's surrounded by some really good talent on the Blue Jays. And maybe we talked about uh, Vladdy Jr. a little bit more, but Bo Bichette, this guy is, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he came out this year and was like in the MVP dis- uh, discussion. Like he's that good. Led the AL in hits the last two years. Didn't have that in my bag. Um, 
Yeah, we don't talk about him like that. He uh, he had some moments at shortstop that were tough last year. I I would have to get Blue Jays full opinions on that. I just I, the games that I watch, he had a couple moments that were like, whoa. Him and him, him and Vlad day don't have sure. like most delightful pairing over there. So uh, he's twenty four years I know, old. I know he's he is really good, Gold <laughs> and, and he's, he's already really had good. four seasons in the big leagues. Um, let him like learn. Let's let's learn how to play D a little bit. You know, I don't know. I feel like sometimes I watch him; he's great. Sometimes, yeah, he he gets blown up there a little bit. But I don't know what the numbers say. The skill but levels I, there. I feel like he's great to his left. I when I picture a bow play, I picture him going towards second, so doing like a little slide, spin throw, or slide. Yeah, I can pull that up. Jim's gonna I don't know. Uh, Maybe he's not underrated because he's got MVP twelve, eligible. MVP eleven <laughs> yeah. last two years. Uh, yeah. Jimmy knows ball. Jimmy knows ball. I know what I'm talking yeah. about. Uh, when he has to go to his right, negative 21 outs above average, mm. kind of uh, ruining. So the longer huh. throw, 21. It's so hard, dude. Backhand going to his upper, going to his left. Perfect. Plus four. Can you do Play him two more play. steps over. Only one shortstop. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. It got scrunched up. It got scrunched. Coming in on the ball, charging the ball, negative 21. Oh, okay. That's interesting to IKF? me because that's that's uh, IKF's the only one worse than him. Negative twenty four, coming in. Interesting um, stats. To the right, but to the left is his only plus column. To the right, he's neutral. To the to the left, he's uh, plus four. Take a couple steps in, kid. Hey, yeah. Bo, hit me up. I'll hook you up with my guy. Turn mm. you into a gold glover. So interesting that Dansby's one of the best going to his right, but has the weakest arm of all shortstops. Dansby's defensive just metrics are it. kind of like a... They don't know what to do with it. Yeah, it's like but I just Pica- know he's a, really he, fucking good. He gets the plays made. He's like a Picasso <laughs> puzzle. <laughs> gets it out quick and throws it quick. Picasso yeah. puzzle. Um, so yeah. congrats, Ahmad Rosario, but you got to be on our list. Um, Bobachet, the best backing up on a ball. Hey, that's some. Playing on turf, something there. Run into the outfield. Like, what does that consist of? Let's move to third base. Trev, one of your favorite places to visit, third base, high school to now. Um, On our list is Ryan McMahon, who he deserves a little golf clap. My rocks, Kelsey Wingert's rocks. Um, He plays an incredible defensive third base. The problem is you never want to be the guy that followed the guy, and he might have followed the best defensive third baseman to ever play the game. And Nolan Arenado. So I, I think it can get a little overlooked how good of a defender he is. Uh, and outs above average, he's only behind Arenado and our guy, Key Brian Hayes, uh, the past couple years. His offensive numbers uh, come in around 100 OPS plus. Um, are we going, uh, but as as team talking baseball, I think the Yandy, the Yandy man was getting thrown around. I like yeah, Yandy we Diaz. Talked about it's Yandy. a discussion to have for sure. Um but Yandi, the last three years, numbers have been have been really, really good. I can pull him up again. I had him up. <clears throat> I did. I like doing last three years. I know it's kind of just subjective, but that's what like free agents and all that. It's an easy number for me. Four years ago could be a long time ago. Sometimes you know, like I don't even remember four years ago. Were you in your twenties? Yeah, yeah. See, so different guy. You, you weren't or score. Like that. So were you. Yeah, Yandi yeah, is. Three uh, years can get skewed pretty easy, so I, I like generally looking to three years. Yeah, I was looking at offensive numbers in in runs created plus over the last three years. Yandi ranks fifth. His slash line over the last three years is two seventy nine, three eighty three with the mm. four hundred slugging. So he's getting a lot done on base. Um, and his baseball reference looks good too. No, he's he's kind of a player, and you know I, I told you guys when I got traded over to the Rays, Evan Longoria said you're the most Tampa Bay Rays trade person ever, and I don't even know what the hell he was talking about. Uh, but Yandi seems to me like he's the most Tampa Bay Rays dude ever because he's got a lot of things that they're looking for. He's intimidating. Okay, six two two fifteen. I think that's light. Usually we say they they say guys are heavier. Or taller. I think that's light. This is a big boy. He's Cuban. You know I love that aspect about him. But to put that type of body, uh, you know, like leading off, uh, playing third base and getting on base at that clip, that's that's what surprised me. I didn't I didn't know Yandi had that in the bag. I know he was he could get on base, 
but 401 OBP last year, whenever you whenever you're flirting with the fours, you got my attention. When you get into the fours, what does what does Leonardo DiCaprio say? You got my curiosity. I don't know. That's a that's a movie quote. I'm not a movie quote. You had my Jake loves that movie. He can quote it. It's my favorite scene. Um, I thought I'm tough on movie quotes, but Yandy's a guy. Go look at the numbers. You mentioned uh, James's baseball reference page kind of pops. Um, and he has no all-star team, no gold glove, none of that. So I think he fits uh, Anthony's criteria. Uh, he went with McMahon over them. I think that for me, it's Yandi uh, as being more underrated than McMahon. Yandi fit his criteria. He just chose McMahon or did something? I believe. I don't know so. if there's an all MLB team, all that stuff. I doubt it. No, I mean, third base is stacked, man. It's... um. Oh, he he came in at nine on this year's three B list, so he was oh, eliminated. So he was. That's such a dumb oh, eliminator. Has nothing to do but other people's opinions. An opinion, yeah. Well, it's, well, it's I guess the other people underrated. at MLB where he works. I guess so. they're rating him. That's his counter. Well, how could you be underrated when I think he had a vote in the rankings because it's like because he works for MLB. It was the MLB yeah. network also, thing. Yeah. Congrats on Yandi's uh, extension. He got extended this year. He's got uh, three years, 24 M's. That runs through 25. He has a team option for 26. So, again, just a very razy guy. And they got a good one. I know, like, crazy. analytically, people are pretty fascinated by him because he hits the ball so hard and, and contact quality and contact rates are all there and but just doesn't just doesn't launch it. Yeah, they could figure that out, bro. He's gotten better. He's he's like on the way he's, up. He's and worked I, around it so far. And I think that's why he had a 143 OPS plus last year and a 401 on base. It's silly, <laughs> Dude, this guy's man. A stud. That's silly. That's silly. Uh, know what else is silly? The catcher position. I think we might have to be high and tight with this. Oh, yeah, we don't even have any, really. If you're a catcher and you're... You're good. You kind of know. You know what a catcher's. Cal, we'll give Big Dumper a shout out. He's kind of too young for this consideration because they, you know, they want you to earn your keep, which he did. I mean, hey, last postseason we found out who he was. Otherwise, I mean, we'd just be talking about like Christian Vasquez is underrated. Um, The article had Eric Koss, who he's had a couple seasons where he's really cranked the ball in Detroit. I think he was actually their only. Um, a hundred plus OPS hitter last year that that played over a hundred games or something like that, and he's been over a positive OPS plus, which again for catchers, that's actually really impressive. Twenty two homers in ninety eight games in twenty one fourteen in in two thousand twenty two. Trev, just as we named Bo Bichette as one of the more underrated shortstops in the game, he had he has reached. A three-year deal to avoid arbitration with the Blue Jays. What is it? I don't know. They, I don't. The money is not here yet. The money is not here yet. I'd like to know. Yeah, they just. Uh, he was he was looking for seven and a half uh, in arbitration this year, and they counted at five. So you're assuming there's it's somewhere around there, and then it escalates for the next two years after that. So good for them, and good for Bo. Yeah. Is the rest of his Arab years taken care of? Yeah, so it doesn't does it buy out any if it's free agent three, years? That's if it's great. three years, I don't believe it does. It looks like he had three all three Arab years left. Nice. So nice for Bo. Congratulations, big dumper. Wait and Eric Haas. Yeah. Good job, guys. Good job, everyone. Outfield, we're each bringing a guy to the table. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have a guy that I don't think is currently underrated, but fits all the other, the, the best of the parameters. So okay. I'm going to get that out. It's my dude, Cedric Mullins, mm. but he's at this point, I think people know he's really good. He's like, he was an all-star last year. He had a good campaign. So I don't, maybe on the whole NL fans don't realize it. You know, now if you're an NL fan and you never pay attention to the AL East, or the AL in general, and the Orioles are going to be on your schedule. So it's just something to know. This guy's really fun to watch. Mm. I'll say that. Yeah. He might be not underrated, but he fits the parameters we're looking in. And I was like, well, the best guy, that one all-star, no big contract, two years of service time, no MVP. Is he Cedric does Morris, fit all our In my rules. opinion. Yeah. 
But he, I think he's not underrated. So I just want to throw that out there right away. Another Oriole that does fit and we've talked about a lot lately is Santander. Santander. Yeah. Say it, Trev. Santander. Say it like you mean it. I thought you're French. Santander. Mm. <laughs> is that a French name? Could be. I just thought you were. Maybe we'll just I am. Okay. combine their names in the graphic and it'll be Cedric Santander and we'll see how many Orioles fans get mad. We do agree with Tony on one of his picks here. He has Mark Canna listed there. Um, I think we talk about this guy quite a bit because he's an interesting soul, uh, eccentric, because he's rich now. That's what you call people mm-hmm. that are rich and a little out there, eccentric. I think he's higher than um, Mullins in like baseball fans think of him. You think so? Yeah, I was shocked he fit on this list. He's on well, the Mets now. Well, it's Charles. interesting. It's two different scopes. Cedric Mullins busted on the scene, and he was so he was so good. Yeah, Canna was traded for. Canna's just been so solid for a long time that it he's almost one of the most impressive guys to be on this list because he has been good for a while. But also, I mean, Oakland. Now that he's on the Mets, I think he gets some more shine. But he's also behind. I mean, if you start listing Mets shine levels, Canna's coming in at. 10 top 10 shine yeah. list. I think he gets a notice for it's bat flipping season, baby. Mm. You know, people know him as that guy more than like his play on the field a little bit. Yeah. That young group of A's was marketed decently well for being A's and then they all got traded. All so I just feel like if I were just to They're ask around right baseball fans like Canna or Mullins, I think people would know Canna more. And I don't know if that's the question. It's tricky because he's one. been around so much longer. Yeah. What do you got, Trev? My uh, outfield pick for this team. Uh, he's had two. He's got two years under his belt now, and he had a, a stretch of homers that I think people really got excited about. It's Adelise Garcia mm. for the Texas Rangers. Uh, can kind of do it on both sides of the ball. One thing he's got to work on is the on base percentage: two ninety career, three hundred last year. Uh, but he's slugging enough that. If he gets that up to, you know, even close to league average, now we're talking about like an 800 OPS guy um, that can steal freaking bags and play the outfield. And, I mean, he had 16 bags in 21, 25 last year, uh, and he's not really getting caught, so he's got a good percentage there. This guy's a player, man. Mm. Uh, you know, He's a Cuban ball player, so you know I love him even more. Um, but if you go look at, you know, what he's doing there in the outfield, I think he's definitely underrated. Uh, he has made he made an all star team in 2021 because he went off, um, I think, believe in the first half. Uh, but to me, he's a guy that another one who's pencil in lineup or pen in the lineup, Ooh. put it in Sharpie and let the go let the guy go roam out there in the outfield. He's a good one, I think he's underrated. Nice, Trev. Yeah, powerful stuff, man. I have, I have some powerful for you, Trev. On the day you hit. Your 96th home run as a twin and your last home run as a twin mm. on September 6th, 2016, it puts mm. you 23rd on the all-time oh. twins homer list. Your okay. buddy Doge, that. your buddy Dozier mm. hit his 96 like two weeks before. But then oh, so I passed him up. No, I'm just saying if he no, like he you know was ahead. had he, a, didn't he, pass he had a, like a, a an injury you know went on the went on the 30 day you could have been 22nd. Unfortunately, not only did he hit he hit his 96 like three weeks before or a month before. By the time you got the 96, he was at like 114. Dozier was going off. Yeah, remember? he was going off. Yeah. yeah, but that's great. I remember 23rd that 23rd all time when you hit it. That's awesome. It was a Dylan G cutter. Mm. Smacked it. I was feeling really good. And then later in that game, I hurt my oblique, and that was my last ever appearance for the Twins. Dozier also homered off Dylan G in that game as well. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Bringing back the glory days, boys. Yeah. He led off the inning with a homer. Wow. Polanco singles. Mauer double play. Mm. Trev homer. Yep. Cost me some ribbies there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's cool. 23rd. I think the other outfielder I'd like to shout out is Hunter Renfro. Oh, yeah. Hunter Renfro, man. He's been in 800 OPS the past two years. His only sub 
OPS plus of 100 uh, was in the 2020 season in 42 games. Otherwise, since 2018, this guy has been a plus offensive player while playing a really high-level right field. Um, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a Renfro guy. I'm surprised he has no award. Like, he didn't have a hot first half and make an all-star team. I'm surprised he doesn't have a gold glove. Like, I, he could have he attacked this thing a, a couple different ways. He's got a gold um, heart. A golden heart for Hunter Renfro and kind of looks like Didn't Trout. And their team is he better right? looking or not as good looking as Mike Trout? Like, is he the better looking version of that mm. person? In my head, his face is a little more chiseled. Oh. Trout sometimes looks silly, man. That recent picture of him with the beer and he's kind of got the, <laughs> the Muppet hair going on. Wow, Jake does not like Mike Trout. on. I thought you were getting him on the I show. Great. I thought twice last year you said I'm going to get Trout, and then hmm. uh, we're maybe we did an interview with Mad Dog Russo. Now I don't know what to think. We're getting Trout in the warehouse because he's a Jersey guy, and uh, and he said that he can take you deep. Hmm. I don't doubt it. He's the best player of all time. So no, you're number three. Besides Shohei. Um, <laughs> let's go to starting can, pitcher. Can you at the end of this? I don't want to derail us. Just. BBD, remind me that I have a baseball reference thing I need to share with the people at the end of the episode. Mm, okay. Oh. The starting pitchers are brought to you by DraftKings. Are you ready? The biggest Sunday in sports, the Super Bowl. Joe's McFly will be in the building. And you can bet on Super Bowl 57 with DraftKings. $5, and you'll get 200 in bonus bets instantly if you are a new customer you can bet on anything for the super bowl if you don't know corn toss gatorade yards what literally whatever you want will the game end in an odd or even number you can do whatever you want whenever you want at the DraftKings sportsbook <gasps> download the DraftKings sportsbook app now and use code talking new customers can be Bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get 200 bonus bets instantly. Only at DraftKings Sportsbooks with code TALK and minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Mm. Mm. Chiefs big. Whoa. I got Eagles. I'll start. I want to check it off. Uh, we're always should check, at should, each other's throats. Should check this one off. And well, it, Tony gave us Logan Webb as his underrated pitcher. The problem is, I feel like a lot of people know Logan Webb. He had some success in the playoffs. He's been on a uh, you know that 107 win San Francisco Giants team that got a lot of attention. So sometimes in my mind, that's kind of how I think about overrated, underrated. Like, are people talking about this guy? And I think a lot of people talk about Logan Webb, and I like him. Instagram friends, all this mm. stuff. Uh, but I think he's. He's up there. If you if you started, you know, rattling off aces around the league, I think when you got to the Giants, you say, yeah, Logan Webb. Yeah, Webb Webb was interesting, and and Tony Tony Vince in the article says that uh, like he had his moment, and that's where he, you know, in that playoffs. If you were a baseball fan and you were watching that, you're like, damn, Logan Webb is real, um, and that's probably what's going to happen for my guy Zach Gallen this year. Um, Zach Gallen, it's going to be his fifth year in the league. Uh, in 2021, he had 23 starts to the tune of a 4-3 ERA. It's by far his worst season. That's why I'm telling you that. Every other season, his ERA has been in the twos. His rookie year, 15 starts, 2-8-1. 2020 shortened season, 12 starts, 2-7-5. And last year, 31 starts at 2-5-4. Uh, this guy is a dude. He's got a career 309 ERA, a 136 ERA+. Plus. Um, and he's going to be, tw he turned 27. He's going to, yeah, he's 27 years old. <laughs> he turned 27 last August. And that's just not something you say in February. So, um, yeah, six month, different season. Now he's awesome. and a half. It's like two seasons ago, basically. Yeah. This one's, I got one, but I, I should have thought about this a oh. little bit. Um, nice. because... Last year he was second in the side. <laughs> um, that's that's tough. Yeah. So might he might you know not be underrated anymore, but I I still feel like people are not like if you mention the pitchers on the Chicago White Sox team, the starters. I think you'd you'd mention 
Lucas Giolito. You'd mentioned Lance Lynn. You might even mention Kopech or Cueto before you got to Dylan Cease. Now, real baseball heads will, you know, talk about Dylan Cease and strikeouts and, you know, his stuff is just absolutely nasty. But I, I do believe that he's still an underrated pitcher. Um, he is 26 years old, Jake. Um, I don't know when he turned 26. No, he's 27. Look at he that. just turned 27. 20, oh, Jim, now you need a 27-year-old, yeah, man. just fucking scratch my whole board. 42 days ago, he turned 27. So I'm still allowed to say he just turned 27. Um, if you're not familiar with Dylan Cease, I don't know how big of a baseball fan you are. So I guess he's not underrated. So maybe I'll just take him off this list. He's filthy. Go watch this guy pitch. The biggest all-star snub last year. Yeah, he has no all-stars, no contract, uh, nothing like that. But he did have a big uh, Cy Young vote year last year. Damn. Nice. Who's your 27-year-old, Jim? Um, How old is this guy? This is really tough to... Pitchers always make it tough. If you're man. a young pitcher that's playing well, you're known about in a way. Gets found out. Yeah. Um, Somehow there's ones that you just miss. Go with Verlander. Go no. with Joe Ryan. Joe Ryan. Marco Gonzalez has been good. No, 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 not him. Not him. Take back. Take back. Take back. I feel like all the pitchers that have been good the last couple of years, you you know their names because they're the one rated. or they're one or the two. Joe Ryan's turning twenty seven. Stop it, man. June fifth. So you could take him if you want. Does he have two years service time? He does no oh, yes. Ish. He why don't I just go with, why don't I just go with Merrill Kelly? Let's go. Do people know he's really good? He had, he had two bullshit starts where he got blowed up last year, and they and that's that, how ERA works. But, I mean, he made whatever, however many starts. And Merrill Kelly got blowed up. He's done the burn up. Brent Strom's Merrill Kelly. That's what they're calling him. Mm. Wow. A lot of snakes on this list, huh? A lot of snakes. On the come up, Evan Longoria leading the team, kicking Tori Lovello out of the manager's office, and he's just going to go have his locker room in there. I think Tori, Tori would, go take my locker. I'll take your I office. I think Tori would be fine with that. I think so too. Joined offices. If you had Tori Lovello and Evan Longoria mm. as like your co managers, I'd sign up right now. Both Tori Lovello's a guy, just like a guy guy. Both living on Joe's Instagram. Look at this. Oh, would you look at this? Dylan Cease make our team? Yeah. He's 27. Otherwise, he'd be off. What was the... Uh, I mean, Woodruff, is he underrated? He's, are you still going on starting pitchers? It's tough yeah, to say. it's tough. Because, like, I know about these. Like, yeah. I think you know, Woodruff has the eight, eighth, eighth best FIP mm. in the last three years. Some people value that a lot. And I don't know if he's he's got a two seven nine ERA his last three seasons. I like Woodruff or last two seasons. Sorry, Burns kind of took the shine from the yeah, law firm. Yeah, because they bit. were the like law firm, but Burns kind of better. like ran ahead yeah. and left Woodruff in the dust a little bit. He likes it. Back Burns kind of like ran for mayor and won. Yes, and everyone's like, "Well, what about the yeah?" Behind. We'll figure that out. Yeah, he's just like his running mate now, who's. Turn into his secretary? Oh my god! Nah, what? Nah. It's just fucked up. Cal Quantrill, hot, but no. Speaking of hot, okay, yeah, okay. I got sent this on my Twitter. Penn Murphy, one of my favorite names mm. in all of baseball. Someone sent me a photo of him arriving to spring training, and whoa! Mm. Oh, he's dude. got the look you'd like. Under consideration for the hot boy list. Yeah, it looks like he's kind of got some kind of greasy McCullers long hair, which is your thing. He's got the ploof facial hair going on. Yeah. Let me look at him again. Hold on. <laughs> Jim, didn't you have a you had a baseball Ooh. reference stat? Yeah, so I was on the list of um, twins home run hitters yes. during the trap thing, and then I was just clicking some, some links. She's like, what's that? Sure. Uh, Kirby Puckett. I haven't. Yeah. Looked at his page in a while, but it fully reflects the man. It's just short, condensed, and just like packed 
with bold and accolades because he had to end his career early because of the eye thing. But yes, he has a blue link in every single year he played, which is only 12. Now, I've been looking at the people who have the most all-star votes, like Mickey Mantle, Yogi Bear. They have a lot, but they always have one year because they got called up, only had 10 at-bats, who played five games, or they were injured. But Kirby Puckett, in every year of his career, played 100 games and then got an uh, all-star, got an MVP vote, won the gold glove, won the silver slugger, or got rookie of the year vote. I don't know if you can find yeah. another one that has that much. He didn't have an injured season or a got-called-up season. He never had a cup of coffee season. If he was around, he was playing and making an impact. Because even even ninety four, like that's not cut short because of injury. That's led the league in RBI that year. That was a yeah. lockout. Yeah, yeah. So that's a wild baseball reference page. I like that you said it. It mirrored his image. Yeah, short and robust. Yeah, yeah. Kirby's a legend. I mean, Kirby's a legend. I got a art piece of. Kirby in my house. Like Stan Musial's close, but he got called up in 1941 when he was 20, only played 12 games, no accolades. So his, his, ba- up. his bad. Same with Cal Ripken, 23 games in 1981, yeah. no blue. I'll get a pucket jersey. You got, got a Rod Carew, yeah. my dude, when mm. he was 39, his, his, first, his first 18 years, he's got it down. Oh. It's fucking impressive. He just played oh, yeah. that. Played he, too long. He played that nineteenth year. Didn't get any any votes. <laughs> but that is uh, that's a, an impressive one. Added two eighty that year, right at the buzzer. And then you got um, Ted Williams. Unfortunately, nineteen fifty two, um, only played six games. Other than that, <laughs> it's locked and loaded. Arenado's got it so far. He does. Yeah, Gold Glove every year he's played. Damn. Okay. Wow. He's on 10 years of this. So we're on Arenado watch. That is cool. Oh, my God. If Arenado doesn't win the gold glove, it's a huge deal. I knew that he won him a lot. I didn't realize every year of his career. He hasn't not won one. He's won it. What was Nettles' record? Tough. He played to the not same. Not Nettles, not Nettles, Brooks Robinson. Yeah. Robinson. Who, who, Brooks he's, Robinson did not get, Nettles didn't get him because of Brooks he's Robinson. He's 16, I believe. He has 16. Were they all 16, consecutive? Yeah. They sure were. He looks, yeah. Come on, Nolan. Keep those hips loose, baby, at the hot Seven corner. Seven more years. Seven more years. Damn. Is that the end of that? Cool. Love you guys. Goodbye. Ampers. Watch the one-inning league. Go watch the one-inning league.